Parenting is hard, but there's help. Welcome to Everyday Parenting with Mary Beth Henry, a licensed marriage and family therapist and parent educator. Everyday Parenting utilizes face-to-face unscripted interviews with real parents, but names have been changed to protect their identities. Everyday Parenting will be out with new episodes every two weeks. Help support Everyday Parenting. If you have a business and would like to reach directly into the ears of our listeners, please contact us at parentingpodcast at gmail.com. Speech, language, and communication play a vital role in our lives. Without it, children have difficulty communicating their basic needs and can struggle academically or with peers. At Jabberdogs, speech-language pathologist Stephanie Mashek can help you or your loved one become a successful communicator. Based in Pasadena, California, Jabberdogs offers private speech and language therapy at affordable rates. They also take insurance, including Blue Shield and Anthem Blue Cross of California. Visit Jabberdogs.com for more information. That's J-A-B-B-E-R-D-O-G-S dot com. This episode is about a little boy, Ace, who is trying so hard to tell his father that I love physical touch. I love to connect with you and I want to connect with you from the minute you walk in the house in the evening. I want to make a connection with you. And... Dad is having a hard time finding and and interpreting that behavior. He's seeing it as aggression because if Ace doesn't greet him at the door with swords or if Ace is very physical with him and poking at him and touching Dad and climbing on Dad and Dad does not see that as a connection. He sees it as an irritant or a as a defiant behavior. And I want to turn it around and, and help Dad to see that this is Ace's way of saying, hey, I really, really, really love physical touch and To me, I want to learn how to appropriately use my body and know the boundaries of how to wrestle and how to do sword play and how to play with Nerf guns and how to understand how they're used um, within our family and how to be gentle with them, but also to have fun with them and to really learn those boundaries. So when he does go to school and when he does go to his friend's house, he will understand that yeah, we can play to a certain limit, but we have to be respectful and understand what other people, when they say stop, they say stop. But Ace is really trying to communicate clearly to his father, and Dad's just having a difficult time interpreting that. So I think this episode will encourage all of us to really look at how our children communicate to us verbally and non-verbally, and to, to see how we can be aware of why they do the behaviors they do, and, and look at it not always as a negative, but really as a form of communication. My name is Jay, and I have two kids, one three and one six. And the younger one, Ace, is the one that I would like to talk about today. So basically, like, as of recent, he's been hitting a lot. Everyone and everything. He just, if he doesn't get his way, he throws a tantrum. He throws himself on the floor. I'm sure you've heard this already. But, I mean, before, he didn't hit anybody. He didn't hit anything. He didn't break stuff. He didn't throw stuff around. It was just throwing himself around. I think he figured out that, hey, why hurt myself? Let's hurt everybody else, you know? So he, yeah, I mean, and, I mean, it's just, you know, I noticed, I started noticing because even when we're playing together, he's doing it, but more in a playful manner. And, obviously, when he gets mad, it's in the pissed-off manner. He also reminds me a lot of myself. So it's really hard for me to, I guess, I don't know how to deal with it. My wife has, you know, obviously she does the, she's 
talked to you many times before about it and and I, and she does this different way like calm down talk to him nicely get down to his level hold him tightly you know like relax and i could do it a certain amount of times but you know sometimes it's just like it's it's a little bit overboard and and i don't know how to handle that i can't get him to stop you know he just keeps crying he keeps crying to the point where he's like you know having a hard time breathing even he's very upset he's extremely upset and it seems that he gets that way a lot often like more often now than before and yeah so basically that's where it begins <laughs> dear ace he's three years old right yeah so they really are their emotions are you know as we say on the sleeve their emotions are so raw and their feelings are raw they just everything everything is just compounded but you know you brought up a really good point where you said i love to i when i wrestle with him i i rough house with him is that what you do rough house with him he does play he comes up and he'll tap you softly and you know he'll pretend fight but that's not something we taught him we've never done that before i don't do that i don't play that way with them so what i'm going to tell you is i want you to play with him that way i want you <laughs> Hurt him? No. Uh, what I want you to do is I want you, not in the moment when he's upset and frustrated and mad, I want you to counterbalance it where I want you to every single day have in your repertoire a WrestleMania time where you're going to, it's wrestle time, let's go on the bed, let's, let's throw pillows on each other, let's have that. And that's, when you say he's like you, did you like did you wrestle and play and have that kind of roughhousing as a child no so i'm gonna put you in a different world because this is gonna cause you it's, it's actually gonna force you to do something and, and to be in a space with your child a very different space where naturally at his age this is a craving this is a and, he, and, and i know ace he's a, he is a physical child he has been since day one but all children we we need to f feed into that feeling that he has of I need to release myself physically and I need to know when to do it appropriately and then I also need to know when not to do it. It's the same thing that I love to use and I think I talked about this group, I love Nerf guns just for that reason. I love Nerf guns that children can go and shoot not at people, targets, trees, I'm sorry trees, but not each other or, 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 or each other's feet but not the head where they can get that feeling because they naturally love guns, right? They love weapons, not just guns, weapons. And I know I'm going to get some flack for this one, but it is a natural part of that repertoire of children and not just boys, but girls too. We don't expect girls to do it, but it's part of the repertoire. Let's present it to him what his body's craving and his body right now is craving. I need a lot of physical and releasing of the, oh, get it out there. So do it. Wrestle with him, not at the moment, just so when, he, when he's having a tantrum, don't say, let's go wrestle. No, <laughs> let's say after bath or before bath. Wrestle time, 10, 15 minutes. Boys, let's go wrestle. Let's go pillow fights. Let's go on the bed. Let's tumble. Let's do all those things. And let's go take our bath. I think you will start seeing him waiting and using that time to release. And he's going to do a lot less of it when he is frustrated and mad. But Let's go now when he is frustrated and mad and he is doing behavior, hitting, biting, throwing things. The language that your wife has learned and that I will reiterate to you is when you see the behavior, he's telling you, I am so, I have such 
big feelings right now. I feel so out of control that I'm going to do whatever I can to release myself. And hitting, biting, throwing is all a huge outward release. It's, and that behavior has to be contained. And the containment looks like this. If you see, if you're in that room and you see the child hitting or going to hit, if you're in that room, in that space, you see the behavior happening, you go up to the child, stop the body part that's, that's moving, the arm that's throwing, the hand that's hitting, the foot that's kicking, the teeth that are biting. You stop that body part and you say, I'm going to help you right now. I'm going to help you stop your hand from hitting. We do not hit when we're mad and frustrated. Physically stop. Physically. You stop it. You stop the arm from hitting. You stop the mouth from going. You pull the mouth off. The words have to be, I'm going to help you. Versus stop, don't bite. He doesn't need that right then. He needs, I'm going to help. He's already out of control. He's already in the red zone. Adding more energy of you, stop, don't bite, don't, blah, 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 blah. you're adding more energy and negative energy to that. And all he needs is your help. After it's all done, then you can teach once things have calmed down. But when he's, he's all revved up, he's crying, he's tantruming, all that is not the time to talk to him. Not the time to talk, preach, teach, no, because that adds more emotions onto it. Help calm him down. If he can't calm down, then yeah, you help him. Ace, do you want me to hold you right now? You're really having a hard time. No, I don't want you to hold me. Okay, I'm here though. I'm here. Or yes, hold me, daddy. Or if he comes barreling at you, right, when he's mad and frustrated, he's saying, hold me, contain me. I, can't, I don't know what to do here. Okay, so it's a balance though. It's about we got to drain it out. We got to foam up the appropriateness of that physical touch. And then when he is in that moment of real intense, I've got to attack mode, you've got to calmly help him and say, I'm going to help you. I'm going to stop your hand from hitting. Yes, you're right. I mean, he does, he does actually bring me weapons when I get home and go, you know, let's, <laughs> let's play fight. Here's a sword. I got a sword. Let's go. You know, let's play. So, I mean, he's asking for it. I'm not giving it to him. And I'm not giving it to him because my thing is that I'm just worried that he would do that at school or somewhere he's not allowed to. I, I, I don't mind wrestling with him. I don't mind play fighting with him. But what I don't want is I'm worried that, you know, he's going to take it to the next step and go somewhere else and do that. He's going to take it to the next step because if you don't do it with him at home, because you're going to teach him the boundaries of it. You're going to teach him the appropriateness of it. You're going to teach him how to do things. If you walk in the door, I mean, he's telling you right off what he wants. Dad, when you get home, I so want to wrestle with you or, or sword fight with you or have a battle with you. You know, he is saying, this is what I need from you. This is what I want from you. This is a relationship I need from you. If you give him that and you show him the appropriateness of it and how to do it, not teaching the technique, well, yeah, a little bit, but not teaching, you know, but teaching the rules. Uh, and then you, but you, you can throw that in there as you're playing. Say, you know what, this is, I really enjoy doing it with you. When you're at school, we have to remember what the school rules are. When you're with your friends, you go to another person's house and they have these swords, you need to also remember what their rules are. Everyone has their rules. We have our rules here too. And I'm not going to let you whack me in the face with that sword because that would really hurt. But you are allowed to whack my sword, right? 
he's going to know the limits and boundaries because you've taught him. What you're saying reminds me of some of the things that I do with Ivan at home. It's that one of the things that it's just something that came up between him and I, we bump heads. Like he'll be sitting right in front of me and we just kind of knock heads with each other. And he laughs and we, we both get a good laugh and he sort of bumps my head and I bump his and, you know, nobody's heard. It's just like, it's just real mild, real playful. And I tell him, hey, you know, this is something you only do it with me. You don't do it with your sisters. You don't do it with your mom. You don't do it with anybody at school. This is right, right. Because we know what we're doing, you know, and you do it to somebody else. They're not going to know you're going to hurt somebody. You know, this is something between you and I. You were talking about, you know, roughhousing with the kids and, you know, letting them get that release. And I remember this one time when um, we went to one of these indoor playgrounds with the kids. And uh, it was for for a party. I remember the kids, and I'm I'm watching all the kids play around. and, And this indoor playground just happened to have these small foam blocks. And they didn't weigh anything. The kids were smacking each other with it. And it was it was all fun and games. And then uh, Ivan comes up to me and he starts throwing them at me. And I started picking them up and I started tossing them at him. Well, they all, I saw all the kids like look at what was going on and I see all the kids, they start picking them up and they're starting to throw them at me. <laughs> so then before, before I know it, I have this war going on between me and 20 other kids and everybody's picking up these foam blocks and throwing them at me while well, I turned it into a giant obstacle course. So I'm jumping all over the all over the, the the kids' playground. I'm having a blast with these kids. Ivan, he was just he just had so much fun, and I had so much fun playing with him. And then after that, I never had to worry about it anymore. I didn't have to worry about him doing it at home. I didn't have to worry about him throwing it at his sister's faces. And then afterwards, we got home. It was a couple days later, and he picks up. I forget what they were, but they were like these. It was just a small toy. It wasn't going to hurt anybody. It was like the cotton snowballs that people get during the holidays. And he found them in the house and he started throwing them at me in the the house. And then all of a sudden, you know, Julie comes up to me and she starts throwing them at me. And then, you know, at home, we got this full on war going on where I'm ducking down behind counters and we're throwing stuff at each other and I'm holding up like a hamper trying to protect myself. And we had a blast and it was just so much fun. I remember that the kids pretty much got it out of themselves. I don't know for how long, but you know, the whole physical part of it, they were, they were done after we were done playing they were done. There was no fighting. Everybody was happy. They were having fun. Everybody was getting along. It was, it was a great experience. Yeah. I mean, that's what it's all about. It's our our children crave us, crave us. And in so many ways, if you think back to your childhood, all of our childhoods, you know, I think back to my parents, I would have loved for my parents to play. Our children want us to play with them. And that process of playing, we're teaching them those limits those boundaries that we want them to take into the world. And that's what it's all about. Everyday Parenting is produced by me, Teresa Wang. The music you hear on our podcast is courtesy of Stephen Morell. If you have a question for Mary Beth and the Everyday Parenting podcast community, please join us on our Facebook group. Just search for Everyday Parenting Group on Facebook. Also, sponsors are always welcome. Just email us at parentingpodcast at gmail.com. Don't miss our next episode. 
Subscribe wherever you get podcasts and don't forget to take the time out to find us and rate us on iTunes.